Welcome to Midweek Live, a podcast by North Point Community Church that's designed to help you get to know the people around you so we can do better and be better together. Well, hey everyone, welcome to Midweek Live. I'm Kim. I'm Paul. I'm Daniel. <laughs> um, these are actually staff members and fellow coworkers. We actually work all in the same department. Our fearless leader is Paul as our mm. visual arts minister and then digital media director. Am I saying that? Is that right? You nailed it. Yeah, that's I was 100% right. correct. There you go. Nailed it. Nailed it. So, okay. You're going, why are we all sitting here? Well, I mean, really, I think it's great for us to model answering questions, right? Like yeah. we're gonna we're we we've had a lot of people. This has really been kind of Dan's brainchild, huh? This this whole idea of like let's have people ask questions, like yeah. let's have them submit things, and let's and so we've just been riding that wave and enjoying hearing from people. And there's been a variety of questions that have come in. I'm a little disappointed that there's not any balloons behind me. On the wall. <laughs> you want to pop yeah. a balloon really? Bad. I I really do, or I would like them to pop on their own. I mean, well, that happened on the first weekend, so <laughs> check on that. I feel like I'm missing something as part of our. It's not experience. exciting. It's no, not as exciting. I mean, oh. it's cool. And all, oh. it's, I'm happy to be here. Hello oh. to everyone tuning in. But <laughs> I, um, I'm missing the balloons because they're cool. Man, I wish I would have known that. I would have brought a balloon just for. And I, no, I'm just kidding. I know. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> that would have been great, though. That's right. I'll buy you a balloon after this. Oh, <laughs> thanks, Dan. That's very nice. That's very nice. So, Paul, Dan, like, just give us an overview. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Might be helpful. Uh, Dan, why don't you go first? Oh, you look at first? that. Yeah. Passing it on. Well, I was hoping you'd tell me what my <laughs> description is. Why? Because, oh, yeah. I've been no, here no, three no. years, and I'm still trying to figure out. Like, like, no, so I help out with uh, video production yeah. uh, a little bit. I help out with the website. Mm-hmm. Um, so those two things kind of fall under digital media and do a, a very scant amount of graphic design as well. Um, work with our management system software, yeah. Yeah. Um, help a little bit with marketing stuff, and mm-hmm. just a member of the team and just kind of use my skill sets that I've developed and yeah. that God has given me to help the church, and sometimes I have ideas that turn yeah. into something, yeah. like this balloon thing. And yeah. Dan's the artistic like one. That. Like, he always comes up with the cool artistic ideas or, like, the art displays or the... The things outside that we have setups. You know? Literally, Dan. So, if you've ever been on our campus, um, you you've been in our lounge. You've seen these paintings that you actually did for our Good Friday service years ago, That's live. Right. Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah. You've done a few of those over the years. These like live paintings. I remember year, years ago, and I'm really dating myself. We weren't even in this building at all. No, it wasn't. And we were in yet. a series, and you actually did a three part image while the message was actually going. Yeah. Um, yeah, four parts. Or four part. Okay, yeah. And it was the image of Jesus basically uh, hanging on the cross. Am I right? That's right. So yeah. that hung in Student Ministries building for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when it was the warehouse. Um, now North Point Student Ministries building. But yeah, Ronnie spoke. Yeah. And that's when we were doing four services. We had one on Saturday. That's and right. And we had three on Sunday. And there I did one for each Wow. message and I was kind of over off to the side just doing my thing while yeah. he spoke for I remember watching you were yeah. on my side of the the stage so I was just like that enthralled cool. just like totally watching every detail yeah. of it while so uh, cool story about those that I'll share so though they took those down because they were redesigning everything right um when uh when Colin took over 
uh, student ministries at Emma. So they, they took all that stuff down and, and Gary here um, like purchased those and wanted to auction those off for, for a nonprofit here in town. And I can't remember which one it was, so forgive me. But those got auctioned off. Someone bought those wow. and they're hanging up somewhere else now. I don't know. That's where amazing. Are, I, did not, cool. I did yeah. not know that. Cynical. I have wondered where it's been. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember walking in the student ministry. Well, it was such it. a big icon in there for so long that for just so a big, long. like 20 foot long display yes. of Jesus, like on yes. the cross, you know? Yes. Yeah. It, was, it was really cool. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, okay, so myself, I've actually, I first started on staff here at North Point as a video guy in December of 2002. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. And I worked here for about three and a half years, and I worked at another place for about a year and a half. And then I came back here, and I've been back here on staff since November 2007. Okay. So I've, I've been around a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, my role has kind of evolved to... In essence, a creative director for the church, you know, mm-hmm. kind of overseeing all of our creative efforts and mm-hmm. um, graphic design, video, web, social media, print, banners, mm-hmm. signage on buildings, all that yeah. kind of stuff, T-shirts, yeah. summer extreme days, yeah. merch, you yeah. know, all that kind of stuff. Um, so I've also been a key part of the worship team for a long time here, playing guitar. I first started as a guest of North Point playing in Point Break service back Poli- in the day. Our college wow. at the time. Back in yeah. the day, like 2001 is when I first like started kind of coming over and playing guitar nice. over here. Nice. Um, and I kind of just fell in love with the mission of the church. Yeah. And um, when I joined the staff, I just always loved our mission statement to reach non-church-going mm. people and help, yeah. help people become fully developed fully developing followers of Jesus Christ. Yeah. So I still love that mission, and that's still our mission here. Mm. So I'm yeah. um, happy to be involved and happy to be a part of it. But yeah. You know, I didn't prep you guys at all, but what? How, when did you come to know Christ for each oh. of you? Uh, it, it, at, like what age or what? I'll take this one first. Cause you go first. Yeah. You, you gotta, yeah. you go. We'll alternate who goes first. There you go. Um, I actually accepted Jesus when I was really young, probably five or six. I remember okay. it, um, praying that prayer with my mom and my brother um, one night at home. And uh, so I, I grew up in the church. Um, okay. I, you know, like... Most young people, I kind of didn't really understand what it meant, mm. you know. Uh, I knew in my heart, like, that, you know, I loved God and that mm-hmm. God loved me, but I just kind of did my own thing. I would mm-hmm. say when I was a sophomore in high school, I made, a like, a real, like, legitimate recommitment, yeah. you know, to, to serve and follow Jesus. Um, and then, you know, in my later years of high school, I kind of wrestled with some doubts and stuff mm-hmm. and then, like, kind of, you know, explored faith a little bit deeper trying to mm. figure out yeah what I really believe and then I got baptized when I was a senior in high school Wonderful. and like just kind of from said so yeah I really I really believe yeah. I really am committed to Jesus and so I would say uh probably ho- sophomore year of high school was probably okay. when I really kind of c- committed my life to Jesus but then I like I said yeah it's yeah. never immediately yeah. easy once that happens. Yeah. Huh? Oftentimes it becomes a lot more difficult for a season. Right. Um, and, yeah. And that's okay. And I got invo- involved with, uh, I've been playing worship music back in the, since back then, since high school. Mm-hmm. Started playing guitar halfway through my freshman year of high school. Nice. And I uh, started playing the worship team about a year later. Mm-hmm. So. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, about the same age for me. So. Okay. So I grew like no one in my I grew up Catholic like oh, okay. like a lot of people here at North Point went to Catholic school uh starting junior high 
Uh, my family were not believers. They weren't church-going people. Uh, they didn't really talk about uh, spiritual things or mm-hmm. Jesus or anything like that. So I had no clue. Like, But when I started going to Catholic school, I got like curious about like mm-hmm. Jesus and started getting drawn in, I think, like to him and mm-hmm. to the Bible and kind of like... Like that stuff kind of rubbed off on me a little bit, but I, I still had no clue what what the whole thing was about, right? Yeah. Um, which is a relationship with Jesus, and I just yeah. I never thought that was like a thing. Yeah, yeah. So, so my parents split when I was about six, and my dad lived here in Fresno, and hmm. um, and so I moved here to live with my dad for a few years, um, and in doing so, I made some new friends at school my sophomore year, uh, hmm. just like you and. They invited me to church, and the church, uh, so I started going to church, youth group, yeah. um, and it was like the coolest thing ever for me, because like, you know, connecting with, with kids my own age, and I was always kind of like a, like a, like a loner, I guess, mm-hmm. like in school, and so that was kind of cool to like have a little community, a little tribe, yep. and so um, I started, that's when I started learning, and I think God started um, working on my heart a mm. little bit. Um, it was actually the church Shane was a student leader in. So he was. Was it pop- West McKinley? No, it was uh, People's Church. Okay. Youth group. Oh uh, yeah, Shane and was. He, the... he was a youth leader there. Yeah. Um, and so, maybe about a year in or so, uh-huh. we went on a retreat. We're in the mountains, and like I just remember there was like this early morning, early morning prayer session, and like for some reason I just started like like weeping mm. and like I just felt like the presence of God and mm. I uh my memory's a little foggy but I think she, like while I was down there in a in a heap mm-hmm. you know just yeah um I think Shane came and prayed for me wow uh, wow cool. I remember a few people did I think That's I really think good. I remember his voice being one uh, of them being one of those so kind of an interesting full circle thing but uh yeah it was at that moment where I felt like like yeah I'm I'm devoting wow. the rest of my life. And yeah. I've, so that's when I gave my life to Christ, but I pretty much renew my commitment every week yeah. <laughs> since then. Yeah. And that was like, yeah. you know, however many years ago. That's how it ago. feels a lot, just, a lot of time, yeah. And there's, if this is the narrow path, I've been kind of all over <laughs> the spectrum yeah. uh, from then. So yeah. another story for yeah. another time. But yeah. I think it's helpful to, I ask that mainly because, you know, when, when we talk about questions, when we talk about, these things that we're going to bring up. Um, I think it's important to say like, we're, we're, we're right there with you with a lot of these questions. Um, and, and, you know, it's about really digging into the word and, and doing community and talking things out. Um, what I loved was when we sat with, um, uh, Will and Nicole Arvance and really hearing, hearing from him really like the, the big pivotal thing for him was he had questions and he just needed people in his life that he could ask those with and that they could walk with him in answering them. It wasn't just go read your Bible more, just yeah. pray more. Mm-hmm. But it was like, let's, let's, let's dig in together. Let's do this together. And so, you know, I also think it takes um, discipline to do that. And, a, and yeah. a relationship with the Lord oftentimes requires us to have a discipline of communication with totally. him. And so I asked that mainly to just kind of help to understand, like, man, we've we, we come from all, <laughs> from all different backgrounds. I didn't know you were Catholic. I didn't know that you grew up Catholic. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's yeah. interesting, you know. 
um, and because we've had questions pertaining um, to that. And so I, I might even pull one of those in. But let's just start in then. Okay, here we go. Right. So can you ever really walk away from God once you have been saved? Ooh, that's a classic uh, <laughs> argument in Christian theology mm-hmm, right there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh do you want to speak to this one, Dan, or do you want me to? I already told you, you're going to answer all the questions. <laughs> oh, all right. We were debating <laughs> about this earlier. Yes or no so, to I your love answer. It. I love it. So um, there's a couple different ways you can answer this question. Hmm. Um, I think that, first off, you got to go to what Jesus said, hmm. you know? And in John chapter 6, I believe, I think it's in the verse 30s or something, uh, he says, he that comes, into, comes to me, I will in no way cast out. So that wow. if you come to Jesus in sincerity and like taking a look at the whole of scripture, anyone who comes like with that repentant heart, just if you confess mm. Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Mm. That's from Romans ten nine. There's like no stipulations added to the to those two yeah. <laughs> verses. That's a good you know? point. Um, so that's a, a really common um, answer. But uh, people go de- take it a little bit deeper um it kind of gets into things about free will and and choice and pre mm. predestination mm-hmm. and uh things like that the calvinism versus mm-hmm. arminianism mm-hmm. you know theological debates, debates. and stuff mm-hmm. like that and um i always like to just go to scripture and 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 it says also that there's only one lord and judge over somebody's salvation and that's mm. god it's not each other it's not what we think about mm-hmm. that it's god and a person each one of us is going to stand before God. Yeah. And and God's going to yeah, be just cuz that's in his character. I wonder how know? much of these questions mm. base off of how we as humans would respond. Like I think that's kind of, you know, that's our yeah. limited understanding and I've said that a lot to a lot of these questions because I I believe a lot of it is this in between place of like our we just don't fully understand how large God is. We don't fully understand how yeah. his how his how his will works, how his universe ultimately works, yeah. right? And so we're limited because we go, well, you know, someone who's saved wouldn't do bad things, right? But then you, you know, you hear about somebody who's been saved in their past and then they go on to commit terrible things or do bad things or treat people poorly. And you go, how in the world would God, why would God allow that person? To, how are they within the family, but then right. they're saved? Well, it comes down to the nature time. of grace to me. I mm. mean, none of us deserve grace. You yeah. know, like, but God gives grace freely, hmm. you know? Um, so if we do something wrong, that sin has already been paid for by Jesus' hmm. death and resurrection, yeah. you know, and his sacrifice for like us. Like once and always. He once, and, once and always, yeah, you see that in, in the book of Hebrews. But you also have um, the idea that it's like, it is possible for somebody to to turn their back on their faith, yes. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's where it comes down to when that person gave their life, their heart to Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And this is where I come back to God is the only one who can know this because did they really hundred percent mean that? Right. And did they put their trust in them? If, if right. they did, then they're saved. Right. If they didn't really, they held back. Right. I, I, I can't really say because right. I'm not the judge. Right. But, right. you know, it's like yeah. it, it kind of, that's where I think the gray area can be right. for some people. Right. So, I mean, that's pretty much the short answer. Like I said, there's so many different. Oh, I'm sure. Much more qualified people. <laughs> um, and I think, yeah. I, think one of the, yeah. I think one of the things when you're talking about any questions is, I mean, Dan and I 
we used to kind of co-lead the college group here right. back in the day in like 2004, you know, and, and we both kind of have the, this mentality and this of the God is big and he's, and he's beyond our comprehension right. and his ways are beyond our comprehension. Right. So what does that mean for us? Hmm. And what does that mean for faith? Hmm. And what does that mean for walking in that tension of faith? And I have to know this because if I believe in God, God is the ultimate hmm. thing and I must know, I must know. Hmm. But if God but is no big, for faith. but yeah, but if God is bigger hmm. than our understanding anyway, it's like we'll never fully know hmm. this side of eternity. Right. So I kind of feel like people get hung up on that because it's hmm. out of the quest for knowledge, hmm. the quest for certainty. I was going to say that we want proven, you know? right? That's what we want. We want pro- proven fact. Yeah. And so in, in religion, there's a, there's a place to search for it. And then there's at some point, you've got to come to a place of just faithfully trusting that God's for our, for our good, yeah. for our benefit. But you also for... don't want to just give the pat Christian answer. Oh, you just got to have faith. I agreed. You know, agreed. Because faith, I think... faith can be well-reasoned. And yeah. Faith can be, it, it's, it's a conscious choice. It's not just something you fall into sometimes. Well, know? and am I right in yeah. saying each person has a different, like, um, one person might really, really want to dig in and, 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 and spend more time in it. Yeah. And, and it, so it's up to the individual to kind of keep searching for those answers right. and digging in until there comes a time where the Lord is like, hey, at some point you just got to trust, yeah. like, trust yeah. me. Yeah. I think that's the key word. So um, what popped into my head about this question is a couple things. The first thing is I think, I think we can walk away from God, hmm. but God point. won't walk away from us. That's Amen. Great. Amen. That's so great. That's, that's, I like to think of it that way because like my own story, like I can walk all over the place hmm. um, and I can lose faith hmm. and I can be untrustworthy and I can make dumb decisions hmm. in my life that like you guys were saying, like when somebody looks at that, they go, oh, hypocrite like what right. the heck how did he get like off right. way over there right. that's a know, good point yeah that's talking just, about god five years ago yeah. but now you're over uh-huh over in that place like um yeah. and so i can definitely be all over the map but like but god's always mm-hmm. like close in my, in my own story god was always like right there even in my darkest moments like mm-hmm. he's like kind of right there just so mm-hmm. close and and uh so god never leaves us or forsakes yeah. us like the bible says yeah. um so that's the way I like to think of that. The other thing about this question I find interesting is like, like there's a we ask those questions of God, which are very valid, yeah, and they're really based in like wanting that that certainty. And like I love that word trust because that's what we do mm. when we give our life to God. We mm. yeah. we we mm. trust Him mm-hmm. with our life. And so that these questions about well, can I? Is there an unforgivable sin? Can I do something so bad it just completely separates right. me from God's right. love, God's grace, God's right. forgiveness? Those are all questions based out of fear and uncertainty. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. such a big part of the Christian life is is trust. What do I trust? Yeah. Do yeah. I trust God? Yeah. Do I trust my own kind of ability to be mm. righteous? Do I trust in money and things mm. or my status or whatever it is? Mm. Um, and so... To me, those are just big trust questions, yeah. and that is kind of the act of giving your life to Christ. Yeah, and yeah. it is. I mean, I think asking them is perfectly fine. 
I think maybe not having action to like finding, seeking out those answers could be a problem, right? It could be mm-hmm. like, it could create um, a separation between you and God because you're, you're, you're choosing to hold something against him without actually giving him an opportunity to like speak to you and help you grow in this. And, yeah. Yeah. and that is a part of having a relationship with somebody, right? It's like you dialogue, yeah. you like talk about it. And hey, that's... Can I share something about yeah. just questions that I thought about this morning was... Like the first part of questions is quest. Mm. And it's like like you embark like kind of mm. on a journey. You move towards wow. something. Huh. And what I love about this idea of questions is like in people who have submitted questions here, like like they're moving towards God in a way. Like great. Like moving towards That's an great. answer. Wow. They're not throwing up smoke screens yeah. Or, yeah, more or trying to yeah. stump people. Like like yeah. I I think that like really deep down yeah. like they're they're on a quest yeah. of discovery. well and that makes us better yeah. them asking yeah. it is maybe even the you know the question we've had or someone's had and that someone was brave enough to ask it and yeah and you start to learn more because you did so coming back to kind of round the answer i think i think that if you're gonna say it it really depends on the personal commitment that the person yeah. made um yeah. to jesus the if it was honest and sincere then it's like yeah then Jesus yeah. is not gonna. He's not gonna turn his back on you. Right. And what do we believe about God? And what does God say about Himself? That He loves to show mercy. Yeah. He loves to offer grace. Yeah. You know. So we come back to what God says about Himself. Yeah. And what Jesus said, and this, and and that to Daniel's point, how many times did Jesus call someone to a greater belief, yeah. to greater trust? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He did a lot. You know, yeah. believe also in me. You know, yes. like that whole kind of a thing. Yeah. And. uh it's because your faith has made you well. Yeah. You know, it's because someone took that trust, yeah. say, I'm going to trust that yep. God is for me. Yeah. And then we can kind of rest in that security yeah. that that offers. Yeah. You know? Hmm. Okay, here we go. Another one. How do I know if my career is the one that God wants for me? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's busting out his Bible. Maybe you should answer this one. Uh, uh, you go first. So I was just going to read all the ones that tell you how much of a sinner you are. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> I was looking for the verses that tell you how much of a sinner you are. Oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're all know those. There, there's plenty it's, of those. It's all about there. accountability, you know? Well, that'll make the viewers feel better. <laughs> there you go. Like dog and there meat. There you go. So, I'm open to it. Uh, I think yeah. what pops into my head first is I don't know... And I'll just speak for my own life and my own, my own kind of experience. Um, this is not a biblical answer, but I'm, I'm not sure that God cares too much what my career path is. Hmm. Hmm. Um, he, you know, he's calling fishermen. Mm-hmm. He's calling tax collectors. Doctors. Mm-hmm. Doctors. Mm-hmm. You know, just regular people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody's, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, tent makers. Sure. Yeah. Paul's <laughs> yeah. tent maker. Um, I think Moses was a shepherd. David was yeah. also a shepherd. It just, you yeah. know, none of that stuff really seemed to matter to God's purposes. Yeah. So I think a lot of people put a lot of anxiety and emphasis on what am I going to do? And I see this a lot in younger generations yes. too. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. Like, there's just so many options out there. Yeah. Like, and they put all this weight and anxiety on this one decision of, right. like, like I got to pick yeah. something. Yes. I got to figure this out. That's real. Because this, this mm-hmm. is the most important thing. And yeah. Like, if people would just realize that, like, that doesn't matter as much 
as like who you are, mm. like finding out who you are, how you work, mm. um, what makes you tick, what mm -hmm. gets you excited, what makes you happy. Yeah. Those, that's different for everybody. Yeah. And so I, I think society in a way says, oh, you got to you gotta pick something, you got to go yeah. to college, you got to figure well, it, it out. Well, and it defines you, right? A lot of our society says that your job defines is you. Is who you are. Yeah, it's, it is who you are. So it's very much wrapped up in identity. And But if we just let off the gas a little yeah. bit on that and say, look, yeah. like... I'm going to kind of just push back against yeah. the pressure of that yeah. Yeah. and really find out like who I am. I think yeah. that's the more important thing. It's like, like what has God designed you to yeah. do and to be? Yeah. yeah. To be first, I yeah. think. And to do is, is second because it comes out right. of that. Dan, um, you shared a little bit of your testimony with us as staff members a couple weeks ago, hmm. and you actually spent a season of time really yeah, you said something like, <laughs> I don't remember what it was, but yeah. ultimately you weren't working within the church. It wasn't anything like that. Right. But you did feel called back into something else. It wasn't, you know, and, and so am I right in saying maybe during that space and time, you were getting an indication that maybe you weren't maybe working in quite the area you, you God wanted for you. Yeah. I mean, is that? I was, yeah, for eight years I was, I was depressed and just running a rat race. And the yeah. funny thing is, is, like the 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 status, the identity, yeah. the pay, that was all very affirming. Yeah. But and it, it felt good for a moment. Right. But then I was still the same person I was. I was like right. unhappy, I was depressed, I like was working, you know, twelve, sixteen hours a day. Yeah. Like like yeah. And I was like I was an empty shell. Right. And that was my experience right. with that. And so yeah. that so I actually got fired from a startup because they sold and basically said, we're done. Uh, and so I was like, you know, in that, like I was kind of forced to a place of like, like, mm. well, what do I want to mm. do? Mm -hmm. yeah. Like what, is, what, what makes me tick? What makes me happy? What do I feel like? How did God design me and how mm -hmm. can, and I, I, my big thing was in my heart, I know I wanted to serve people somehow mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so I was looking for any opportunity uh in that and I wanted to use my skill sets to do that you know mm -hmm. which yeah. is like what I'm doing now so yeah, yeah. so yeah. that worked out for me um but um yeah just back to the question of of how do we know that um I mean you, you got to spend a lot of time trying a lot of different things mm -hmm. and yeah, that's a good point and, and I think once you start to experiment, and, and you have to study yourself in a way. Yeah. Um, it's like you can't just, you know, flick the spinner and where it lands. We'll try that. Like, yeah. like yeah. let's do that. or yeah. um, but Intentional, yeah, so, so intentional prayer. Lower the pressure of yeah. that yeah. a little bit and just start exploring yourself, trying yeah. things. Because yeah. once you try a bunch of different things, you start to realize, oh, I hate that. Yeah. I like that. Um, I see myself, like, doing that, these kinds of things. Yeah really like energize yeah. me yeah. yeah that kind of leads you into your your place yeah and that's all good stuff I, my mind goes to a couple different things when I, I hear this question uh, one is like god does call some people for specific purposes and for yeah. specific things you know like he called david from being a shepherd to be the next king right yeah. you know so it's yeah. like there's a specific calling yes for yeah. a career uh he called these fishermen to become fishers yeah. of men, mm -hmm. you know? So there's different, there are times where God can, can do that. Yeah. And he does do that. Yeah. There's a biblical precedent for it. But what I think you see more often in scripture is not the what, but the how, 
So like I'm, I, I pulled open Proverbs 16, right? And it says, commit your work to the Lord and your plans will succeed. Um, those we can make our plans, but the Lord, Lord determines determines, our steps. determines yeah. our steps. You know, like God gives us that ability to choose yeah. kind of, of a, a path. Right. But there's some things in here in the same mm-hmm. um, chapter that are kind of more about the how, mm-hmm. right? It's better to be poor and godly than rich and dishonest. Hmm. Uh, that affects your career choices. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's, to me, um, a, a tree is known by its fruit. Jesus said, but then the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, Peace, patience, patience. kindness, Mm -hmm. goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, those things, there's no law against those things, but those are to be the type of fruit that every believer is supposed to produce in their lives. So if you're doing that, you can do those things regardless of your career. Yeah, that's a good point. It doesn't even matter, you know? Um, So God gives us freedom to choose our path and he gives passions and abilities and skills like... We end up sometimes because you develop a skill, right. you end up getting a job, right. you know? And so it's kind of like, right. uh, and then from there you find, oh, I'm really good at this. I yeah. really enjoy this. Or man, I'm good at this, but I don't enjoy this. Yeah. And then people switch careers. And like, how many people do you guys know that have actually switched careers? They had a fulfilling career for a while. Eventually it's like, you know, I kind of got burned out on so this. Many. And then they switch yeah. to something new and they find fulfillment mm-hmm. there. It's because... I, I don't think we're supposed to be pigeonholed into one yeah. thing. We are supposed to be Christ-like. Yeah. And we are supposed to be full of love and joy yeah. and peace yeah. and patience. And as we do that thing, you know, um, like the God cares about our careers and how we deal. Like mm-hmm. the Lord demands fairness in every business deal. Yeah. Uh, he sets yeah. the standards. That's right here, Proverbs 16, yeah. 11. Yeah. You know, it's like, so it's about the how hmm. we carry out ourselves in our careers hmm. more so than what career we actually have. Although I will say that the spirit of God works in everyone's life in a different way. Hmm. So if God's spirit you've got, is nagging you and you've got that, man, I have to hmm. think about doing something different. Hmm with my career. Then that's that, an indicator. That, that might be calling. That, that, you, might, <laughs> that it might actually be. You you need yeah. to be praying about that. Yeah. And you need to be putting in the work yeah. to try to be watchful mm-hmm. about opportunities that God could be trying to open up for you. So. Yeah, don't not pay attention to that. Yeah. That's yeah. actually part of it. Actually yeah. paying attention to that, yeah. that little something that says it's not quite right. Okay. Yep. Can Here I we, say, can oh, I yeah, go for say it. one more thing? Uh, so part of thriving in any mm-hmm. career uh is like feeling fulfilled in in your purpose and like like yes. North Point is all about five purposes yes that you can do anytime anywhere no matter Does what you do doesn't matter if mm-hmm. you're like like hauling garbage cans plumbing right. uh, or an, a CEO of a major corporation right. and that's worship help me out fellowship yeah. evangelism fellowship, evangelism discipleship, discipleship evangelism, ministry. those five ministry, purposes yeah. if you're able to be active in those in five those. purposes you'll be fulfilled yeah. anywhere yeah wherever yeah. he's planted you yeah, yeah mm-hmm. absolutely yeah okay so this one's way out in left field but we're going for it how do we explain dinosaurs did god create them <laughs> hey fun okay this so like the, this is the funnest question this is a fun it is a pretty fun, a fun question, question. Yeah. there is a pretty fun question so yeah there's Okay, this is, again, a bigger topic than we probably yes, have time to dive into. definitely, definitely. So my first answer goes to, yeah, God created everything. So, yeah, God created dinosaurs. So, okay, well, what does that mean 
uh, in terms of like the theory of evolution, Darwinian evolution, vers- you know, yeah. versus uh, theistic evolution mm-hmm. versus creationism versus you know what do these different kind of schools of thought all all mm-hmm. say about the timelines, about mm-hmm. how things work, the fossil record, what does that show, right. you know, like all that kind of stuff. So obviously dinosaurs existed. We have the fossil records to show, and we have the carbon mm-hmm. dating that dates mm-hmm. them millions and millions of years ago. Mm-hmm. We also have scriptural evidence that. With a day, a day with God could be like a thousand years or a thousand years with God could be like a day, you know, like Mm -hmm. the time God created everything. So he can't be bound to the confines of his creation. Mm -hmm. So he chooses to operate inside those. I'm talking about time. So Mm -hmm. God doesn't operate in the same way that we think about time Mm -hmm. because he created everything. So, um, so I think that based on what we see, you know, like, yeah, dinosaurs existed and God created them, but this is stuff that people have been trying to figure out. Where do we come from? Mm-hmm. You know, like, and how, th- these are bigger questions mm-hmm. than than uh, I ha- am <laughs> educated enough to answer fully. But I think the, the main thing with, with this is like, yeah, um, God gave us a mind. He mm-hmm. gives a heart, he gives a soul, he gives a strength. Right? So the, Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. So am I putting all my mind into trying to understand God, his principles, mm-hmm. understanding the world mm-hmm. and the world he made mm-hmm. and how he made the world? Mm-hmm. Am I putting my effort into mm-hmm. loving yeah. God? Am I trying to heart, mind, soul, and strength? You know, like yeah. the deepest parts of me, am I pouring that love back into God, hmm. into others, um, and and stuff like that. So it's kind of a, I'm trying to be really succinct with a really broad, uh, broad <laughs> topic. <laughs> My overall approach is, yeah, I think that you see the science out there, and you know, it's like, yes, but it's not wrong for us to believe that God created dinosaurs because 100%. even though the Bible doesn't explicitly yeah. say that, right. you know. We Daniel, were talking about it, right? We were talking a little bit about yeah. this one because it's kind of a big, big topic. Daniel yeah. had, a, had one for us and on I, that. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll bring, I'll try to bring the Bible into it because, but it's, it's a maybe. It's not like 100% yeah. one way or the other. But yeah. uh, I think this question, like, like, why do you think people ask? And I don't know why the person who Ooh, that's, wanted that's, to know this question asked yeah. these questions. I, th- I think a lot of it has to do with wanting to, to, to have something to rebut scientists mm. kind mm. of who say, mm. like, you have to have either faith or science. You can't mm. have both. Mm. Like, so, and there's kind of like this war going on between yeah. science and faith. Yes. Um, and so it's like, how do I answer yeah. the scientific yeah. skeptics out there who point to the dinosaurs and say, yeah. yeah, the earth can't be that old because it's got to be like millions of years old. And yeah. you, you get into all these debates about like who's right, who's wrong. And, and so there's, there's scientific method, hmm. which basically is I can study and observe the known universe mm-hmm. and like, like say things about it, right? So you mentioned the fossil record. I can, we can observe that. Yeah. We can look at that and know that, that yeah, there was something here that was that were way bigger than us, and they ain't around no more. Right. Um, those are observable <laughs> facts. Thank God, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then you have scientific theory who will look at all of the observable facts yeah. and make assumptions about them. So mm-hmm. you got evolution 
theory. Yeah. You got creation theory. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You have all these theories about the age of the world. Right. And theories about what the dinosaurs looked like and how they behaved. And yeah. That's all theory. That's all right. conjecture on scientific method or facts. Yeah. So it's important to be able to separate that a little bit because yeah. when you're talking about theory, you're talking about guesses. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so but we actually see, I was mentioning this, yeah. we actually see like a reference to something and doesn't actually say a dinosaur or anything like that, but in Job, right? Where yeah. God responds. I was going to say that, um, I was going to read those, but maybe we don't have time. So in Job, so, and I love Job because this is God. So Job, if, oldest you, don't, book in the Bible, if right? you don't know this, yeah, oldest book in the Bible. Oh, but if you know don't that. know the story of Job, yeah. um, Job, like basically... Satan comes to before God and says, that guy down there who's very righteous, like, let me have Adam and we'll see how righteous he is. Because mm -hmm. he's got everything, yeah. mm -hmm. right? He's got a big family. He's got lots of money. He's, you really cared for him. You solid. really blessed yeah. him. Yeah. You're protecting but, him. But yeah, but if you took that yeah. all away. Take it all away, then we'll, we'll see. You know, so God allows him to do that. So, you know, he loses his family. He loses his fortune. Uh, he becomes like diseased, like yeah. everything Satan can yeah, throw at this guy absolutely. outside of killing him, yeah. he does. Yeah. You know? yeah. And and so Job begins to question why this is happening to him. Yeah. It's like, why did you, right. you're not blessing me anymore, Lord, right. like what's what up? I, yeah. mm -hmm. So he's asking God question after question mm -hmm. after question after mm -hmm. question after question. Um, and these, these three, you know, well-meaning do-gooders come and try to comfort him and say, oh, it's because you have sin in your life. It's mm -hmm. like, I don't. Um, so what? You know, the questions keep coming to God, and yeah. God is silent. God is silent. Mm -hmm. And then finally God comes, and, and <laughs> it's, it's so, it's kind of, it's a, it's a tragic comedy when you think about it. Because God comes, and all he does when he comes is ask Job a bunch of questions back Who made that man? he does not know the man? answer to. Yeah. So, so two of those questions that, that God addresses Job with is one is the behemoth. 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 Yeah. Thank you, Paul. Yeah. For correcting. Well, for easily my, understanding my our purposes. <laughs> behemoth. Because <laughs> most people would say behemoth. Yeah. Okay. Behemoth. Is that? Right? I, I say behemoth. I would say behemoth. You would. Okay. I would. Uh, I'm the only yeah. one that likes behemoth. Okay. All right. It might be. Uh, it might be more correct in the uh, you know. Hebrew. The Hebrew. <laughs> yeah. So there's, and it describes this gigantic creature that mm. lives in water, and like a lot of the translations say hippopotamus, but when I read that, I don't think. Hippopotamus is mm -hmm. yeah. like so. He just describes this enormous beast that lives in water, and then he there's another part on the Leviathan, yeah, and it says crocodile in a lot of translations. But um, what is described there could match a crocodile, but it could be something way bigger mm -hmm. than that. Mm -hmm. And he tells Joe, Behold these two creatures. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know if he's showing them like in a spiritual video or what, like to look at these things, or if he's actually looking at them. Uh, in real life, but but what I, in context of what's happening here, hmm. like when God's saying, "Look, look at this thing. Look at this animal. Like, like were you there when I marked mm -hmm. like like the depth of the earth or mm -hmm. the width of the ocean and where it stops, yeah. uh, or flung the stars into hmm. the sky? Were you like were you there? Do you know how far away they are?" Hmm. Uh, he's asking yeah. all these rhetorical questions yeah. that that he does answer. not have the answer yeah. to. So. So when he mentions these beasts, it's like, like, in context of that, it's like, like Job can't explain it. Yeah. yeah. So I think the dinosaur question 
falls into that kind of thing. Yeah. Where it's like we want God to tell us yes. where yes, these I did beasts this. came from. Yes. Yeah. But these yeah. are unknowable things. And so um, so I think that's part of it. And I, I, I love that God's kind of like that in a way. Yeah. Like, he actually points to them to show us yeah. our inability to fully understand him. I mean, yeah. like, right, he uses them as an example to kind of just say, like, you don't know because yeah. you have to have faith that I do and I'm the only one that you need to worry about worrying about. <laughs> yeah. so I mean, like, right? I mean, this, ultimately. Yeah, yeah. Following this example, so say this, follow the hypothetical, like, say that it is God talking about dinosaurs that he created. Like, the timeline of when Job was written hmm. is way after dinosaurs, yeah. So, so God is talking hmm. about something like, if you go back to how old the universe is, hmm. which um, you go, like the scientists are talking, the astrophysicists and whoever mm-hmm. talk about there, there is a point at which the universe began, and it's mm-hmm. like four point something billion years ago or whatever. I can't remember the exact. The exact- the We're not going to, yeah. well, somebody might. But that know. idea <laughs> that me. there was a point in time where all energy and everything is flowing yeah. out from a central point in the yeah. universe kind of a thing. It's like, it kind of, to Daniel's point, it kind of shows the scope of God. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, hey, I measured that space, you know, like, you can also get into, another thing to get into is DNA, yeah. you know, studies yeah. and like, yeah. uh, common design of DNA versus common descent. You know, like it's not that we all descended from these, Hmm. but we're all designed from, we're all designed from the common code because genetic code is the same in Hmm. different creatures and, you know, things like that. So, but it was all written because a code is something that's written. It's Mm -hmm. not something that just develops on its own. A language doesn't just appear. There's intelligence behind that language. So it kind of gets into a little bit of that creation theology, mm-hmm. you know, and taking a look at um, how that, how you can have a rational faith in mm-hmm. a divine creator given the scientific evidence, hmm. you know. Um, I mean. Hmm. Yeah. And I, I, to me, it goes back to one of the characteristics of God is that, that he's eternal. Like, mm. like he has no, he's infinite. Infinite, yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, the, the minute you say, oh, we can know everything there is to know about God and his creation, you're he, saying becomes, the, he becomes finite. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah. The, you're, yeah. The, you're saying the exact thing I was about to say, which yeah. is I think he's just, we're just going to keep finding. It will be never ending. The idea, we, if we keep looking for, we will keep finding yeah. things. The, the, the universe will keep unpacking all of those. Because, because that, he is infinite. Yeah. And so at some point in time, you have to get out of this kind of spinning and circling around and just be like, you know, I, do I, does this, I mean, do I really need to know this answer so much? Do I feel like I have enough of an answer that I fully just understand that like God created it? He did. And, and they had their time. They're done. We will likely have our time and we'll be done. And (laughs) I need to be more maybe concerned with the time that I have right now and what he's asked me and called me to do as an individual. And it comes back down, I think, again, to the, the how we're supposed to live. Hmm. Um, Could be a distraction from the things that we're supposed to be focusing on. The how and the why are usually more important than the what, hmm. in, in my opinion. You know, hmm. it's like we, we always want to know, like, mm-hmm. this is exactly what happened. Because, and, and to be fair, it's like, yeah, when 
if you're having a criminal trial, for example, yeah. you know, in order to have a fair assessment, you need to know as many facts mm -hmm. as possible with all kinds of different types of evidence, you know, witness testimony, corroborative mm -hmm. evidence, actual recorded, you know, testimony, yeah. like whether it's a video or something, you know, mm -hmm. there's all these different types of evidence. And so you're trying to, each one of us, I believe, is tasked to weigh the evidence that's available to mm -hmm. us the mm -hmm. best that we can with this fair and open mind and humble heart mm. behind behind that. I think mm -hmm. that's the thing is like the minute any of us says that this is that we have a hundred percent clarity on whatever side of the fence you land on, honestly, it's it, it you get into pride. You get yeah. into like yeah. because um it's now I'm not saying you can't have strong answers. That what I yeah. what I'm saying is I feel it's more important the how we live mm -hmm. than yeah. the what we believe yeah. to you know yeah. although Jesus says you have to believe in him. Yeah. <laughs> you know like yeah. so end, like because that's end, but we have yeah. strong testimony yeah. from that yeah. from the written yeah. records of the New Testament writings. Yeah. And so so that's founded from yeah. factual yeah. statement, not just yeah. you know, feelings. Yeah. Well I think we've taken up enough of your time today <laughs> answering some questions. Um, it's been fun. We're going to continue to answer questions in our pre-service time um, at both 9 and 11. We're going to answer more questions, um, more pertaining specifically uh, next week with Travis and NP Kids and just kind of um, answering some of the Can questions. Can I pick his questions? Yeah, we're, we'll, we'll really individually hard. just drop us in if you have <laughs> questions you want us to ask <laughs> our kids department and, and Travis. But um, guys, we hope that you have a good week. We hope that um, you've been doing well and submit your questions. We want to keep answering them. We think they're actually great um, dialogue awesome. and we want to continue to have dialogue with you. So thanks, guys. Have a great rest of your day. See you later. See ya. Thanks for joining us this week for Midweek Live. Be sure to subscribe to our weekly podcast and follow us on social media at NPCC Fresno.